No one is watching Israel's war against Hamas more closely than the Russian President Vladimir Putin, who is now trying to seize on the war to say that it is a battle between the United States and Israel versus the rest of the world. Fred Pleitkin is out front. As Israel's military continues its war against Hamas, Russian leader Vladimir Putin is framing the conflict as part of a global struggle of America and the West against the rest of the world. It's the current ruling elites of the United States and their satellites that are the main beneficiaries of global instability. They extract their blood toll from it. While many nations around the world condemned Hamas after the October 7th raid on southern Israel, killing more than 1,400 and taking hundreds of hostages, including Russians, Russia invited a high-level Hamas delegation to Moscow for meetings. A top Hamas leader saying the group would give preference to captives from what they call their, quote, Russian friends. This request from Russia we treat more positively and attentively than others due to the nature of our relations with Russia. So far, no Russian hostages appear to have been released. Still, Moscow not criticizing Hamas, instead ripping only into Israel for the many Palestinians killed by the IDF's ongoing aerial campaign in Gaza. Condemning terrorism, we categorically disagree that terrorism can be responded to by violating the norms of international humanitarian law, including the indiscriminate use of force against targets where the civilian population is known to be located. But for years, it was Russia that waged a relentless bombing campaign against areas held by rebels opposed to Syrian President Bashar al-Assad. The U.S. and various international aid groups accused Moscow of deliberately targeting civilian areas, including hospitals and markets, killing and wounding scores, even though the Kremlin has consistently denied those claims. And Russia's war against Ukraine continues. Moscow once again harming civilian structures overnight in the port town Odessa, wounding several people. Vladimir Putin, though, trying to argue that Russia is invading Ukraine to help the Palestinians. These are our soldiers and officers, and the choice of a real man, a real warrior, is to pick up arms and stand in line with his brothers, be in a place where the fate of Russia and of the whole world is being decided, including the future of the Palestinian people. Vladimir Putin there, Aaron, essentially trying to pit the entire rest of the world against the U.S. and its allies, including, of course, Israel as well. And this is not new from Vladimir Putin. Pretty much since he's invaded Ukraine, he's been speaking about wanting a new world order, as he puts it, one in which countries like China and Russia are much stronger and the U.S. is weakened. Aaron? Fred, thank you very much. And I want to go now to Barack Ravid, the Axios foreign policy reporter, longtime Israeli reporter as well. All right, Barack, great to speak with you. And obviously, you know, you hear Fred's reporting there and you've done extensive reporting on Putin and Russia's role here. What is Vladimir Putin doing here? Um, hi, Aaron. I think uh, what we see from Vladimir Putin since the beginning of this war is something that, at least from my point of view, was very uh, um, unusual because for more than a decade, Vladimir Putin tried to maintain a close relationship with Israel. 
And during this conflict, he just decided to throw Israel under the bus. And when you think about it, when you try and go like, you know, 30,000 feet up, you maybe know the reason why. Because if you look at this war, the, I think the person who um, gets the most out of this war is Vladimir Putin, where after the entire uh, world attention was on his uh, invasion to Ukraine, now the entire uh, attention of the international community is on the Middle East. And it gets, gets him a lot of uh, uh, air uh, to do things without anybody watching. And, and Fred showed that Moscow had invited top Hamas leaders to visit after the October 7th terror attacks, right? So they made a point, right? It's not just saying things between the lines. It's an invitation, come visit us. But, Brock, as you know, Hamas has been meeting with top Russian officials, including the foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov. This has been going on for years, including multiple times since Russia invaded Ukraine. So what do you think That's all this means? I mean, this is an investment over time. That's true. That's true. But, and it's a big but, Vladimir Putin for years, one of his prides was that he takes care of Russian-speaking uh, people abroad. He still sees them as part of Russia in another part of the world. And Israel is a country where you have one million Russian-speaking uh, people. And uh, uh, many of them were uh, harmed in the October 7th uh, yes. attack. And Putin didn't seem to care. And I think that the fact that they invited the Hamas delegation a few days later, I think that was a clear message on which side Putin is on. It's pretty incredible, though, the point that you point out, right? One million Russian speakers, and I think something many, many may not realize uh, about, about Israel. And some of them, by the way, some of them are hostages in Gaza right now. Right. Right, as he meets with Hamas. Um, in that context, uh, in this interview uh, that Prime Minister Netanyahu just gave to ABC News, he says, I think Israel will, for an indefinite period, have the overall security responsibility because we've seen what happens when we don't have it, referring to Gaza. Now, we know his ministers have said that he's intimated this before, Barack, but he puts the word indefinite on it. Um, what do you see here? I think that what we're going to see in Gaza is in many ways similar to what we see in the West Bank in the last 15 years. And this is that Israel keeps uh, uh, the overall security responsibility for itself coming every night into Palestinian cities to uh, arrest suspects of terror activity. Obviously, Gaza is not the West Bank. It's not going to be exactly the same. But I think that um, when it comes to the, uh, to the policy, Israel will try to uh, um, do the same thing it is doing in the West Bank. Now in Gaza, again, after this operation uh, will end, and who knows how long it was going to take. All right, Barack, thank you very much, as always, for your perspective. We appreciate it. Thank you.